Welcome to the Homeschool Journal, a show that unpacks the joys and journeys of the classical homeschool family. Here's your host, Carrie McGraw. Welcome back, everyone. It is season two, and I'm so glad that you are back here with us. And I look forward to spending this season together in encouragement, in support of each other, and just time that we can reach across the miles, learn more about classical homeschooling or homeschooling together. And remember that we here at Memoria Press are always your friend on this journey, but particularly here on the Homeschool Journal, where we can spend our time together um, as homeschoolers. Now, of course, for me, that was years ago. I've not homeschooled in a while, but it's such a blessing for me to return as the homeschool liaison, get to do this podcast, reach out to you, and stay in contact. So we're going to do something a little bit unique to start off our season two. It's just going to be you and me, just for a little bit. And the reason for that is because I really wanted to start off this season with an encouragement to you, a message that just reaches into your homes and reminds you of the mission that you are on as homeschoolers. Now, to be honest, I gave this kind of brief talk at our Summer Sodalitas Conference. So if you're out there and you're listening or you're watching and you were with us here at Sodalitas in Louisville, Kentucky this summer... I'm so glad you were here. This might sound a little redundant, but you know what? It's all of us together reminding ourselves of why we are on this homeschool journey together. So don't go away. Listen again, and maybe you'll glean just a little bit something different, maybe a little bit something deeper to take with you on your journey. So this message that I spent time giving to our attendees here this summer is about your mission in education. So as homeschoolers, I know that you have an important calling, a vital assignment, and a priceless cargo. You are forming souls, growing intellectuals, molding human beings every day. You are striving to build knowledge, wisdom, courage, perseverance, and virtue in your children. Now we're going to talk about your mission in education. Now that phrase is hard to define, especially in our short time together. For me, it has branches that reach out to the sky, much like our mature trees here at Highlands Latin School or yours in your yard. Now, I once likened the study of Latin to planting a tree, and I did this in a podcast last year with Tanya. You dig a hole bigger than the root ball. You fill it in. The root system has to grow equally as large as the tree to withstand the elements. On top of these strong roots in Latin, we grow branches of the arts and sciences, primarily the seven liberal arts, then the moral, natural, and theological sciences. And these things are reaching and growing year by year. You are at home, and we here at Memoria Press, we're on a rather profound mission, aren't we? Now, Memoria Press encapsulates its mission as saving Western civilization one student at a time. Now, I feel that's more important than ever. But while these are grand words and images, that we can put to your mission. What I want us to do together today is bring that grand mission down into what is simple, humble, and meek. So let's take the weight of the world off of our shoulders, even if just for a few minutes, and see our mission in three simple words. And these words are devotion, dignity, and love. These are the three words we're going to frame our mission as parents and educators. 
I'm going to share with you some words from an important document in my faith. Parents have the first responsibility for education of their children. They bear witness to this responsibility first by creating a home where tenderness, forgiveness, respect, fidelity, and disinterested service are the rule. The home is well suited for education in the virtues. Remember that. So this summer, I stopped to chat with Lee Lowe. I'm sure you know who she is. She was on our podcast last year on literature. Well, she reminded me of the dedication that Mrs. Cheryl Lowe, our founder, had to this catechetical teaching. It was her mission to provide for us a way to take on the responsibility of educating our children. And this responsibility is your devotion. As homeschoolers, you have accepted in a unique way your position as the primary educators of your children. You are evangelizing in the home first. You are dedicated to the growth in holiness for your family. Your family life each and every day fosters faith, courage, and action, no matter what your family looks like. The very act of deciding to be a homeschool parent and family puts you on mission. Now, let's go back to that document I mentioned because it also states, The right and duty of parents to educate their children are primordial and inalienable. Yeah, that's quite a word, isn't it? You are devoted to God's perfect plan, and that is the family. The family. Your right and duty existed before time and cannot be taken away. I take great comfort in those words that I am entrusted with this responsibility, and my choice to have been a homeschooler was not a burden or a stress, well, maybe not all the time, but rather it was an opportunity to live every day devoted. Now, I know every morning you rise with purpose. You may open your Bible, drink coffee, exercise, drink coffee, start breakfast, wake the children, drink more coffee, start some laundry, or tidy the classroom. Any or all of these things are on your daily task list plus more. Your mission field is your home. When we unite these tasks with a prayerful attitude, we do them with dignity. When you sweep, mop, run, teach, recite with the kids, review with them before a test, do it with dignity. You are wearing the mantle of teacher, catechist, parent, spouse, and yes, taxi driver. Now let's go back to that important document I mentioned. It also says, parents have a grave responsibility to give good example to their children. By knowing how to acknowledge their own feelings to their children, parents will be better able to guide and correct them. Now, not every day will be dignified. My kids can tell you some pretty undignified stories. But that marriage of devotion that we know you already have and prayerful attitude to our tasks will bring joy-filled stories in the simple and humble happenings of each day. I want to tell you a quick story. It's really a moment of self-realization that I had. You see, I'm not an intellectual. I'm just at my core a simple mom, and I pray a humble servant. So I was walking for exercise one early morning, I think late spring, early summer, 
listening to the Classical Etc. podcast, our sister podcast here on Memoria Press, wherein Shane interviews Mitchell Hawley about moral philosophy. And Mitchell talks about the highest good of being a human, our culture's view of ethics, and how we have shifted to a concern over moral actions, not moral agents. These are his words, not mine. Now, as I'm walking, I think back to my first convention that I went to, at which one evening Mitchell and I sat and had a drink and some appetizers. We talked about his family and mine, some of my homeschooling, running with the kids, sports, kids in college, high school, etc. I know that I talked much more than he, the gabber that I am. So as I listen to this very intellectual podcast on my walk, it occurs to me, he must think I'm truly a simpleton. I'm not on par with these guys. But then God gave me a mental image. And that was of Mitchell in several years coaching his first t-ball game. And all of a sudden, I was okay with that conversation over drink and appetizers. I would like to say that I approach sports, flashcards, recitations, famous men of Rome, Latin, and so on with dignity. And so will Mitchell. Beauty grows in you to the extent that love grows because charity itself is the soul's beauty. These words are St. Augustine's. Oh, how I wish the world could see the love of a homeschool parent. We have allowed this word love to be bent and broken by the world to a place where it is barely recognizable. People define themselves now by who or what they love, not how they love. Maybe if we could come back to the word charity as St. Augustine used it, then we would employ love more greatly as the theological virtue that it is, the virtue that calls us to love God first and love others for the sake of our love for God. No one is more vested in your child's education and development than you. You are perfectly suited to your mission in education because of the love you have for your children. When your virtue of charity becomes the act of charity in educating your children, yes, through the unkempt house, the trying child, the special needs, the lack of sleep, and the weight of the world, truly that charity becomes a moment you share in a divine mission. These three words, devotion, dignity, and love, were actually taken from a description of a particular servant of God. Her name was Therese. She was born in 1873. She lived only 24 short years in France. Therese had a particular charism. She completed mundane, ordinary, and worldly insignificant tasks with devotion, dignity, and love. Her acts of service came to be known as the little way. There was nothing outwardly remarkable about Therese, but she knew and shared in her autobiography, and I quote, what matters in life is not great deeds, but great love, end quote. This is what I want you to take with you today. Make your path a little way. Keep it simple and humble. Your devotion dignity, and love. Turn the mundane and ordinary tasks of each day into a grand mission. 
In one of the early podcasts that I did last year for the Homeschool Journal, I was with um, a friend, Amy McVeigh, talking about the heart of a homeschooler. And I shared that in my homeschool journey, if I accomplish one goal of developing a strong family connection and of my children being raised and rooted in the values, the virtues, and the principles of our family and faith, then I had already succeeded. And you have too. What I am so excited for in season two is the fact that we still get to connect. And so I really want to make a request of everyone. Please take time to connect with us. Please take time to comment. Let us know your thoughts, your feelings. You know that you can reach out to me here at Memoria Press anytime you want to. I am here for a good conversation or a good cry, whichever you need in the moment. This is our mission. And that mission is to reach into your families, to help you educate your children, to pull you along in classical education and make sure that you feel supported. And so stay with us through season two. We're excited for all the things that we have to bring to you and that you will be here with us. Thanks so much for joining us today. I'm Carrie McGraw here on the Homeschool Journal. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Homeschool Journal. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever else you get your podcasts. If you like our episodes, consider leaving us a positive review and sharing it with a friend. Help us to find more friends to join our homeschool family. I want to give a huge thank you to the Memoria Press Podcast Network for hosting our show and ask that you check out all of our great podcasts there. As always, I'm Carrie McGraw. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Memoria Press Podcast Network providing a classical Christian perspective on the world of education. To learn more about Memoria Press, visit memoriapress.com. To connect with us, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.